The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Victoria Chernecki about her wedding at Luau Point and her dessert party at the Grand Floridian Marina. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Victoria. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided that you wanted to be married at Disney. Well, honestly, Disney is everything for me and my fiancé, We or my husband now, <laughs> excuse me. We met at Disney. We had our first date at Disney, our first kiss. We got engaged at Disney. So it kind of made sense for us to do a Disney wedding. At first, we didn't know if we could afford it. So we obviously looked at a bunch of different op other options. But I decided to go to the Disney Wedding Expo two years ago. And the best part about that was being able to talk to a consultant who was able to give me all of the different options, tips and tricks on being within a budget, but still getting that dream wedding. And so ultimately, we decided, let's just do it. It wouldn't be an us wedding if it wasn't at Disney. So that's ultimately when we decided we would go ahead and do it. That's great. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? Nobody was really surprised. We're locals, so a lot of our friends obviously are already down here. Some of his family is in Connecticut, so some of them were a little bit more surprised just from the travel and everything, but absolutely nobody was shocked by it, especially because, like I said, we're very Disney people, so Disney was kind of just a given for us. So everyone was excited, though. That's great. So then how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? Well, we kind of did something a little weird. So our ceremony was smaller. So we invited our 20 guests for our ceremony and all of them were able to attend. And then we invited about 95 people to come to the dessert party to make it a little bigger of a celebration. And about 60 people ended up coming to that. That's interesting. Are they local? Is that how everyone was able to come or... Yeah, so we're all local. So a majority of our really close friends are locals as well. And some of our extended family are also. So it was able to be nice because some of our closer family members could come to the ceremony and then we could invite our closer friends to come to the dessert party to still celebrate with us. But it kind of helped us with the cost. 
That's wonderful. Did Disney hassle you about that? Because they do have a thing in the contract about how the guest count can't vary more than 5% between the ceremony and the reception or the dessert party. They they didn't. I actually found out that I could do this from the Disney Expo when I talked to the consultant there. She was actually the one that suggested it. She said, because I asked that question because I wanted to keep it a little bit smaller with the ceremony. But of course, you know, we have so many friends and other extended family we wanted to celebrate with as well. And they were actually the ones that suggested doing it. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it worked out really well for us because then we could have sort of the smaller intimate ceremony with our close family and then be able to still celebrate with with our extended family and friends. So it was great. That's wonderful. Now, since so many people were local, did you bother setting up a room block? We did. Yeah, just a very small one. We did the minimum amount that we would need to be able to get the free room. But that way we could house because like I said, some of his family is from Connecticut. My mom lives in North Carolina. So we set up a room for her. And we also set up some for his family so that we could separate rooms for like getting ready and stuff. So we did a very small room block, but we did end up doing a little bit. Which resorts did you pick? We did the Polynesian, Pop Century, and Port Orleans Riverside. Nice. How did you guys choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? Well, day of the week was honestly cheapest. (laughs) So we did a Monday (laughs) to be able to try to cut as much cost because we are local. Many of our friends and family work for like the major theme parks around. So we kind of knew there wasn't really a day that would be perfect for everybody. So I am normally off on Mondays. So we kind of picked uh, just that and based off of cost. And then time of day, we didn't have a lot of options for Luau Point. So we picked the one o'clock ceremony so that it could be a little bit later in the afternoon so that it lined up a little bit better with our dinner and then with our dessert party. So there wasn't too much of gaps in between. Got it. Now, how did you choose Luau Point and the Grand Floridian Marina for your events? Well, Luau Point was a no-brainer. The Polynesian is our favorite resort. We go there all the time. We love Ohana. We love Dole Whips. We just love the feel of the Polynesian. And I actually didn't know that we could get married at Luau Point until I went to the expo and talked to the consultant. And as soon as she said Luau Point, I was like, we're in. This is it. (laughs) We're getting married at the Polynesian. So that was definitely um, a no-brainer. And then the Grand Floridian Marina, we love Happily Ever After. We love those fireworks. It's our favorite. And so we knew that we wanted to incorporate Happily Ever After. And the Grand Floridian Marina ended up being what was best originally we had Sago Key because we thought that we were going to have a smaller amount of people come to our dessert party and then and end up we got too many RSVPs and we had to change it to the marina because Sago Key wasn't going to be big enough but it ended up being perfect. That's wonderful. Which of the two locations at Luau Point did you choose for your ceremony the one down by the tree or the upper one where you can see the castle? We did the upper one where you could see the castle. We loved having the view of the castle with the beach and everything. We thought that that was just perfect, princess-like. Yeah, that's what we wanted for sure. Were you able to use a cast member discount for your wedding? I was not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Unfortunately not. Um, November was a blockout 
for oh. um for our discount and then there wasn't any discounts off of the dessert party or anything so unfortunately not but it was okay we really wanted a sort of Christmas Eve like fall type wedding so we were okay with not having the discount got it okay so did you add any kind of entertainment to your events like characters or musician we did not we just had the violinist that came with our package but he was amazing our guests raved about him he was able to do any songs that they asked for he was super nice also so we were very happy with the entertainment we got but we didn't add anything extra now Okay. And then do you have any menu items from your dessert party or cake flavors that you can recommend? Definitely. So the churro cake is the best thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) We had seen it on, you know, the Facebook groups. Everybody was talking about the churro cake and we love churros, obviously. So we gave it a shot and it did not disappoint. We wish we still had that cake every single day. (laughs) We wish we could eat that cake. And also on the same trend from our dessert party, the flambéed churros were so good. Everybody loved them. They were such a hit and they were really fun to watch too. So obviously we like churros a little bit, but I recommend those definitely. (laughs) Did you add any other events to your day or the days around your event? We did not. Nope, that was it. <laughs> and like I said, because a lot of our a lot of our people are locals, we really just didn't feel the need to do like a welcome ceremony or a, anything like that. So we just we just had the day, and it was great. Got it. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? I woke up at six a.m. to get my hair and makeup done. And then at 11, we uh, met with the planner and started going through the timeline of the day. At 11.30, I did a first look with my mom. And then we did bridal photos and groomsmen photos. Ceremony started at 1 o'clock and lasted about 15, 20 minutes. And then we went right into um, a cake and champagne ceremony. That lasted until about two, and then we added on some extra photography. So we did photography from two to three thirty, and then three thirty ish, four o'clock, we went to Ohana and we had dinner, and then we were there for about an hour, hour and a half maybe, and then we had some free time. So we had about an hour and a half to relax, and our guests kind of just mingled around or started to head over to the Grand Floridian. And then at 7, we started heading over to the Grand Floridian with the limo. And the dessert party started at 8. And then it went till 10. And then we were done. (laughs) What were some of the most important aspects when you were planning where you focused your attention or your budget? What was really important to me was photography. So that's why we added on the extra time at the end to get some some photos around the Polynesian. It was really important to me to get all of those really special moments. And then for him and for me was the food for the dessert party. We meticulously went over that menu. Uh, We did a a completely custom menu, sent it over, and they had the chefs come back with the price. So it was a little bit more than some of the preset menus, but it was really important for us to make sure that we had a, a really good variety of dessert menu items. So those were the two that were really important to us. 
Now, you mentioned the churros were a hit. What were the other items that you customized on the menu? We added a gluten-free cupcake for my husband's mom. It was gluten-free. So we had like a, it was like a chocolate tort that was really good. And then we had a cheesecake platter, I believe, and macaroons, which were great. And then we had the Mickey ice cream bars as well. Mickey ice cream sandwiches and bars, which were a really big hit. (laughs) So then which aspects were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? We didn't really spend a lot of time on anything floral or any of the extras. Like I said, we didn't add any extra entertainment or anything like that. We really loved the way that the Polynesian looked just in its natural setting, Luau Point is absolutely stunning. So we didn't feel like we needed to add a lot. Same with the dessert party. We didn't add anything extra to the decor for the dessert party because the setting was just beautiful as it was. We were going to do a park shoot originally, but in the end, we ended up deciding that we didn't want to spend the extra money on that to be able to save for the other stuff that we really wanted to, to spend our money on. So. Those were the two that were really kind of least important to us. I see. Okay, great. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? My husband will be mad at me for not saying that it was him when I was walking down the aisle, but... <laughs> you can have two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's that one's the first one. <laughs> but um, my favorite memory, honestly, is my first book with my mom. My mom is my best friend. She raised me by herself. And so I really... I I had toggled on the idea of doing a first look with my husband, but we weren't really sold on that. And we really wanted to have that first moment as I was walking down the aisle. So I knew that I wanted it to be with my mom because it just, it was so special and I'm her only child. And so of course, you know, there were tears everywhere and she jokes that I only wanted to get her crying on, (laughs) on pictures, but um, it really was an amazing moment just having the two of us before all the craziness started to be able to really get me started on the day so definitely first book with my mom for sure that's wonderful did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected the only thing that came to mind for this one is it rained a little bit during the dessert party so right as we were setting up to do photos for the fireworks it started to rain. And of course, heart attack moment. I was like, what do we do? We're already out. The food's already out. The fireworks are about to start. What's going to happen? And then maybe five minutes later, it stopped. So (laughs) it rained just enough to give me a little good luck on my wedding day, but not enough to really mess anything up. So thank goodness. (laughs) That's fantastic. Everything else was great, though. Nothing else that I can think of went wrong. Wonderful. Was there anything else that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then it turned out not to be? The only thing is when we got too many RSVPs for our Sagaru Key dessert party location because we were it was so close to our date. I think we probably were like two weeks before and we got too many. And I remember looking at, I think it was your book where it said, this is the maximum amount of guests for that location. And I was like, oh my God, we have too many guests. 
So I frantically, you know, messaged our planner and was like, please, can we move it to the marina? Is it still available? And thank goodness it was still available. No issues moving it over. That was the only thing that seemed like a really big deal. And then it was not a big deal at all because they were fantastic with being like, yeah, we'll move you over. No problem. So, yeah. That's so good to hear. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I don't think that I would have done photos at the dessert party, only because I know that for a lot of brides that come and have like a big vacation, it's fine because they have more time to spend with their guests throughout the week. But for us, our guests were only coming for that little bit of of an amount of time to spend with us. And we only had two hours to be with them. They weren't at the ceremony. So Unfortunately, with the amount of time that it takes to get over to the to the location to do the fireworks photos and then walk back, it's probably about 30, 40 minutes that's cut out of the time to spend with your guests. And so we didn't get photos with some of our guests. We didn't even really get to see some people. So I think that, that the only thing that I would probably do differently is to not have done the fireworks photos while they're beautiful. I would have liked to be able to spend a little bit more time with our guests at the dessert party. Right. Okay. That's a great point. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? The only thing I can really say is to not be intimidated by the price. You know, I almost didn't do it because I just didn't think that it was within our budget. And thank goodness for our consultant that I was able to talk to who told me, no, there are options. Look at, look at what, you know, all you could do. And we were able to stay perfectly within our budget and still get the Disney dream wedding that we wanted. So don't let it scare you. Just stick with your gut, do what, you know, feels right for you. And it'll honestly be perfect. That's great advice. Well, Victoria, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think you've offered a lot of great tips for anyone who's interested in getting married at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thanks so much for having me. It's honestly an honor. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>